Hello everyone and welcome to the fifth episode of Monster Thoughts TV, the podcast. Today we are going to talk about dragons with the amazing Danic Dragon. She is the owner of Fable Fashions and Dark Dungeon Productions where she writes and films short horror films. She enjoys playing horror video games and doing makeup. Hi! So happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. Okay, so just to start off, how did you get into dragons? So dragons have always been a big thing for me is when I was kid, I I played and watched a lot of Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Bakugan, and Digimon, and all of those have dragon-type creatures in it, and Mm -hmm. those were always my favorites. And so that kind of started my obsession (laughs) with dragons and, like, forever loving them today. So you said Bakugan and... You said Pokemon, or did I miss Pokemon. Pokemon was probably one of the bigger ones for me. So what are your favorite Pokemon that are dragon-type? Well, you know, they're the obvious, like, Dragonite, Charizard. um, Charizard's classic. But there's, like, yeah, Charizard's a classic. I have this mega Charizard here. (laughs) I have to collect the plushies. There's so many different. Honestly, I just think typing of dragon is, it's it's powerful. It's it's versatile. I don't know, it's it's hard to pinpoint. I love, there's so many that I love. I love that they're they're strong, but they also have vulnerability. They don't make her overpowered, but they're mm-hmm. still top tier for me. Oh, Giratina. She's a favorite Giratina. of mine. It sounds so familiar to me, but I can't remember it's what a, it looks so like. So Giratina is like a legendary. It's very, it's like kind of serpent looking. Oh, um, green? It's a green? It's black and I think it has like gold accents. I'm saying it's a favorite and I can't remember what it looks like. I'm trying to remember all the legendaries and I think... Garrett, but Garatina sounds so familiar because that was like my time with Pokemon. I yeah, think. it's it was definitely one of the older generations. I think that Garatina, Rayquaza, I love Rayquaza. I know, yes. Oh yeah, you gotta have Rayquaza in there. One day I will get the giant plushie of Rayquaza. It will happen, <laughs> but it's always sold out. <laughs> I, I watched the anime a lot as a kid, and I played the games a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always had a fascination, you know, with the the dragon types. I I also like you know the psychic and all that, but. The dragon was where it was at for me. Overall, though, I hate to say it, but Charizard might be like, he's got a special place in my heart, even though <laughs> he's, he's the first one we all met. He's the first dragon. Yeah, exactly. We all met, and yeah. I love his mega forms, and I love his, in the new Pokemon, how they Gigantamax. Yes. I love that form of his. I think it looks great. He's just a classic. The design is classic. It's simple. I like it. It's not too complicated. He looks mm-hmm. like a dragon, yep. even though technically he's not really, but... He's not a dragon? His typing, he's not really a dragon. Like, he's fire and flying type. He has, like, fire. His his attacks, if I can remember, are fire-based, right? I haven't, I don't ever yeah, think I really Yeah, yeah, he's, he's fire and flying. He's just not, his type isn't dragon, which a, a lot of people, that's, like, a whole discussion in the Pokemon community that people have, because it's, like, he's obviously a dragon, but they did type him as one. So there are dragon-type Pokemon, though, right? Yes, yes. But they there just are didn't make him. Type. They just didn't make him one for some reason. I I don't know. Like it's kind of odd to me because he is embodiment of a dragon. Like, yeah. What, when I think of a dragon Pokemon, he's like the first one that kind of pops in my head. So it's just funny how he's not like the type. But you looked up. I'll look her up right now. Yeah, look her up. Oh. Like if I had to okay. choose legendary ghost slash dragon type Pokemon, it's a ghost and dragon type. That's so freaking cool. I really love the double typings. I was really sad when Sword and 
Shield came out and they didn't do double typing. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, they didn't? Oh, no. Gobble, for example, or Inteleon, the water type, it was just mm -hmm. water. I thought it was going to be water and ghost because they showed him being able to, like, disappear and stuff. But yeah. no, it's just water. Digimon was probably the second. I love the game. There's a lot of good Digimon games. I'd also say, like, I hate to say it, but, like, even Dragon Tales, like, I watched that <laughs> as a kid. Oh, my God. I didn't watch it as a kid. I watched it, like, I was a little bit older. Uh -huh. Just coming on when I was older. I don't know. I don't know if it was. I don't know. But I was like, oh, this is interesting. Then I watched it and I was hooked. I was like, this is great. Yeah, it was. It's a cute show. I just like the... Because as a kid, I loved anything fantasy. And like, mm -hmm. I still do. Like, same. that's deeply rooted. Yeah. Big same. Like, that's me. Horror and fantasy. Yes. So... And now I'm thinking about the... What was his name? That mm -hmm. long white... Was it... Is that a dragon? Okay, so it is a dragon. But here, here's the... Like, it's one of those conversations. Like, in their world, it's a dragon. Mm -hmm. But if you would compare him to, like, other dragons, it's not, I guess. You know? Mm. I mean, I guess it, it technically, it just doesn't have wings. It's just a very long thing. Too. It looks like a, I used to think it was a dog. Me too. It looked like a dog, but then when I looked it up, they were like, oh, it's a dragon. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh oh. <laughs> sure. The creature used to scare me, but I loved it. Like, Same. I loved the way it resembled a serpent or a dragon. Yes. So yeah. I guess that's why it always caught my eye. What was its name? I can't oh, remember. So long. <laughs> I don't remember its name. I don't either. Falcor. Falcor. Oh my god, it's so yes. ugly. It's so ugly. It, it is so oh ugly. Oh my god, like it's hideous. A golden retriever that was like stretched out or something. It's hideous. Oh god, I'm it's scared. really bad. I'm like, scared. Oh my god. Like nightmare what did we watch back then as kids? Jesus. Okay, to, to yes. date, what's your favorite depiction of a dragon in any medium? So that was a really hard question for me. Like, that was like the, I had to stare at that question for so long. Because I do have a special place in my heart for Pokemon and even The Hobbit. I read those books as a kid, so Smog. I love the, the way he looks, you know, and the way he was described in the books. But I don't... <clears throat> I don't know if I can give you a straight answer. Do you have a favorite depiction? Me? Oh god. Um, I know, it's such a hard, like, question for me. This is gonna be a terrible plug. Mine? In my books? <laughs> it's in your books? In my books? No, because I've always loved dragons, so like, when it came time to write my book, like, I'm like, am I- When I was writing that, like, the, the beginning of the first book, I'm like, am I gonna put dragons in here? And it was like, of course, I have to put dragons course, in here. Of course, But Not I made- But I'm like, should I make them talk? Like, I did one scene where they didn't talk, and I'm like, this is boring. And I did another I'd scene- I like when they talk. I did another scene where they talk in the talking fit. And then, like, you know, as you go in the series, you just- You fit them into the world and stuff. That's but fair. my dragons have to protect things, like- they yes which is a big thing in the yes. lore but i i changed it a bit where there's a slew of dragons on the mountains next to a village in my book in my series mm -hmm. and they protect that town so instead of like having gold or something they protect like that treasure town. and then one dragon is made like a pact with one of the vampires in the town to protect him only. yeah okay yeah and no i like that actually because i i also like depictions of dragons being good because in a lot of western media they are evil they're what? bad to me well, like dragons are just i guess because <laughs> i guess because i write about monsters as the protagonists like yeah they're neutral unless 
you know unless they need to be yeah depending on their goal like yeah i don't and i i like that way of thinking because i do sometimes wish you would see more movies or like books that get popular like even in the hobbit you know like smog's technically a bad the bad guy because i i agree it's like they're creatures like why would they be it, you, you don't know if they're inherently to me they would be kind of like we're gonna mind our own business unless mm-hmm. we have to it's, do something that's how i think of yeah. every monster they're just doing whatever comes whatever natural to them yeah yeah exactly and i really like that i really like that take because i re- it's like it's kind of like in i'm sure you've seen like in the, all the different vampire medias there are there's so many different, a lot of them, they're, like, depicted as bad, you know? Mm-hmm. But some of them, they're depicted as good or, like, just normal people. But mm-hmm. it's nice to see the flip of, like, oh, they're just minding their own. They're just there, you know? They're not trying to, like, kill the people. But did you think the portrayal of dragons in Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings was accurate or justifiable to the monster or creature? Uh, Game of Thrones, I watched it, but I wasn't like a like a diehard, you know, fan of it. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, and I know this is a discussion that many people have had. So like the dragons depicted in Game of Thrones, they are technically wyverns because and a wyvern is, is a type of dragon. Instead of like a, a dragon that has four legs with wings, a wyvern's gonna walk on its winged leg, like it has only two legs, and then the, like his arms are his wings. That's the difference. And technically, they are a wyvern in the show. They never—I don't think they ever really discuss that. But I also, you know, I was telling you earlier that I've seen other people say that they felt like the dragons, because of their size, that their wings, their wing size, didn't make sense to the body. So it was mm. almost like they—they were off biology-wise. Um, but you have to be, like, a dragon aficionado to really know that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I agree with that. Because I think, like, I I, fe- I feel like there's always the argument of, in this story, if I call it a dragon, even though it might be different from other dragons, it's still, I guess, a dragon because I'm saying it is in my, in that universe. Yeah. I think there's always that argument there of, like, you know, you could nitpick things, but it's like, if in their world they say that's what it is that's what it is i guess i have like the never-ending story thing i have something to say about that though like (laughs) i agree with like if in your world you say you know it is what it is and that's what it is like you also have to put the lore in there also to make it make sense you can't just oh yeah you can't just say like say it's something and then not give me yeah like twilight for example like the vampires you can't say those are vampires and then lip what makes vampires vampires on their head now i do still call them vampires but you yeah you just you need to you can you can write whatever you want it just has to make sense sense. in the world that you're that you've created you can't have like this cat creature and say oh that's a dragon and it's like but but it's yeah. is it like i, I mean you can I'm can do that but you just have to go you just have to give us back, backstory back on why why that cat person is called like what is dragon it, means in your world like the etymology yeah. of dragon like what that word like you just have to and i don't think a lot of authors or filmmakers or whatever want to go that in depth they just want to they just want to make whatever they want and like storytelling storytelling is so you need to like for I don't want to do like plug my books, but for my books, like 
I gave my vampires and werewolves like a whole history, like how they were born, how they came to be, what happened to the whole world when they were created. Like they, it ties mm-hmm. into like everything. So I'm not just planting You're werewolves just, and vampires. Yeah, yeah, I'm not just planting them into the story. I'm like giving you like this is why this is happening and they have to deal with their existence. It's like a whole thing. But Yeah, and I definitely agree with that because they should have a story, like they should have a background, like give it something. You can't just put something in there. So I do agree with that. Like I think there's valid points to each side. The Twilight thing, like how she one of the biggest thing with vampires is the sun and she just made her own thing and it was kind of just like, okay, you know. With that though, <laughs> a vampire author I respect said like they she was on a show with talking about a whole bunch of other vampires in like media and stuff and she's like my vampires in my media like, you know, they can walk in the sun because xyz okay. And then in my book, my vampires can walk in the sun through magic. Like if they have like magic rings or something or necklaces, they can they can walk in the sun no problem. Which is um, a really cool idea to solve that. I like that a lot. Is it? Oh, mm, thank you. Um, yeah, I feel like for me, you have like if you have a monster like that, you have to give them a weakness because like they're really strong. They're really like sexy, powerful. I they have agree. all these powers. Give them a weakness to kind of combat that. So like sunlight is a perfect. You have the perfect weakness sitting there. Why use gl- what the hell? Sorry, what the hell is glitter gonna do? Like what is glitter? What is sparkling gonna do? Like just. I agree. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'm done. I can talk. I'm, no, I'm it's done. okay. No, because I I agree with you. I think I think you should have a rhyme or reason mm-hmm. to your characters to what they are and like give them like, like ooh, say, give them something. Like say for instance, you have a dragon who is protecting gold or whatever, and like yes. say their thing is you have to you're trying to get the gold, but the dragon can't leave on top of the gold. That's so their weakness. That's, they they can't. They have there. to stay yeah. on. They have to stay. They can't leave it. And then you have to work around that 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 kind of flaw of theirs to kill them like just it just makes it more interesting like you can't give oh yeah and i agree because i do think and like back to what you said like with how your vampires can walk in the sun when they use magic i do think that there are definitely things with vampires like or like with dragons like how there is a difference between a dragon and a wyvern and how you should respect those but you can kind of get around things and make it your own as long as you have something to back it up and make it make sense within the world that you're you're making Mm-hmm. Like how in your world there's people that use magic and the magic is the vampires can use that magic to go through the loophole of the sun mm-hmm. um, and you have an explanation for that and like why that is in your world. I agree with that. Like there's there's definitely things you can do to make it your own, but make it make sense uh, within the world. Yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve. And also oh, yeah. like the enchanters aren't happy about being, you know, kind of the vampires like lackeys. They they're not happy about having used their magic that way. So it oh it just there's a whole other thing tied to it. Like I don't oh, know. Oh yeah. It built a whole a whole system and a whole world of how mm-hmm. these creatures, how your vampires, how your dragons live in your world, you know. And I appreciate that because I do think when you take the time to do that, it, it makes it more feel like a real, like your characters are existing in the world. And it's like, you know, uh, when you asked me about Game of, uh, Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, it's like mm-hmm. in the Hobbit book because I did mm-hmm. not really like the movies as much i didn't like there's a lot of things about that those movies i don't really like the the books did such a good job of like 
making me feel like I'm in this world. And mm -hmm. I, I really think Smog in the movie, I think they did a good job at his personality and making him like arrogant, but intelligent and uh, did a good job at that. But there is another discussion because in the first Hobbit book, or in the first movie, it looked like he had four legs with wings, and then the second movie came around, The Desolation of Smog, and he looked more like a wyvern creature. Oh. So it's almost like they they switch it up for some reason. I, I don't know why, but in the book, he is definitely more of like a four-legged dragon. That's weird. I didn't even catch that. That's weird. Yeah, I hadn't seen the movies in so long, but when I was like trying to remind myself of the Hobbit movie, like I when I read that, I was like, why would they do that? Like mm -hmm. such a turnaround because they are so different looking. Yeah. So I think Game of Thrones and the Hobbit, in, I think in their own way, you could say they justified the dragons, but you could nitpick it, you know? Just like how in Game of Thrones, it's not really a dragon. It's a type of dragon, but it's not just like a dragon. But maybe in that in that universe, that's all they have. And so they're just calling it a dragon. That they, kind of thing. Yeah. What is the most interesting thing about dragons for you? Like, what makes them one of your favorite creatures? So I really, really love that there are so many different cultures and like folklore that dragons come from because like when you do research dragons like it's really hard for people to really pinpoint like where did the first dragon come from because there's just so many different stories and folklore and they, i think about that as like there's, there's so many different shapes and sizes of dragons i think it's like i compare it to almost like humanity how we're so many different cultures of us it's, all of us are so different but we're also so alike in the same ways and i don't know i just think that's so interesting that they've been carried throughout history for so long and that there's so many stories and there's so many things you can do with dragons and mm -hmm. the symbolism of them being powerful i really resonate with that um it's it's helped me like when like i brought up as a kid like dragons have just always been such like an inspirational thing to me because fantasy was such a big thing mm -hmm. and they kind of just fit in the fantasy world so well so things like that really make dragons important to me and i i just think that they're the coolest, honestly, one of the coolest mythical creatures out there. Okay, what movie or game or television show featuring a dragon would you recommend to our listeners? Okay, so a game that I recommend. Now, there's a dragon in this and there's the place. The main story isn't really surrounded by a dragon, but I love this game. There's this game called Okami and you play as this uh, wolf god right here. And the whole game is like about this demon. He's kind of, he's kind of dragon-like, but he's really not. He's a demon serpent. But this okay. demon comes and he puts darkness all over the world and you are this wolf goddess reborn and you have to basically get all your powers back from all these other gods and you have to defeat the evil and there is a water dragon in the game and that's one of my favorite like places of the game and it's called the dragon palace and there's people that live there and you're like underwater it's really cool um it's one of my favorite parts of the game but this game is just beautiful overall and i really recommend it, it has like a art a, like a very artsy art style very watercolory it's just very beautiful and it's very it's it's a lot of fun very relaxing kind of scary at the same time love it <laughs> recommend it honestly there's a lot of different books and media out there i just recommend people to like find what they like and you know go for it because i was also gonna bring up I oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i genuinely <sighs> love the, the way your world is set up Aww. and it has dragons in it and i love that you took the time to not just uh to do all these different creatures like you added mm. dragons because 
you know, there's there's lots of times where in a lot of stories, the dragon is like the only creatures <laughs> cry tears of joy. And I love that you added your, the dragons into your world about, you know, vampires and lichens. Like, I think that that was really cool. And like, I do recommend her book. It is great. She's a great author. <laughs> you didn't say a game that I thought you were going to say, and I'm going to say it. Skyrim. Oh my god, actually, it's so funny. That was in my notes that I wrote. But I didn't know if I was going to say it because it's so That's my that first it's... thought about, like, dragons in games. Skyrim, I love that game. I've played that game over and over. I love, I liked how your characters, the dragon more, and they can speak. Yes, the dragon. dragon. Mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend Skyrim if, like, even if you've played, if you've played it, play it with mods. Like, oh it's god, yeah, it's way better with mods. It's... Can you tell our viewers where they can find you on social media? Yes, so I'm on Twitter. That's probably one of my main social medias uh, at Danica Dragon. I am on YouTube. It's Dark Dungeon Productions. I have a small business called Fable Fashion, and it's Fable underscore Fashion on Twitter. And you know, I'm trying to, like I told her, I'm trying to come up with new projects. Uh, with digital art and film so just check me out on twitter and that's where you'll probably find a lot of my stuff but i had so much fun like this is such a good opportunity to come on here i'm so thankful that you said yes thank you for coming on you've been an amazing guest I want to thank everyone for coming on today's show. We had a fun discussion about dragons. Yeah, this was a great episode. If you want to apply to be on the show, you can always do it at monsterthoughts.com and just scroll down to the apply screen. But yeah, I will see you guys for the next episode. Have a great day. Bye.